Attention, attention, my black brothers. What I want y'all to do right now is take out the do-rag. The silky ties down. I want to see the waves glistening. If you got nappy hair, pick it. Don't let nobody discourage you. Ariel. Black boy, black boy. Okay, so what Tiffany New York Pollard quote are you guys today? Okay, I have mine first. I have mine. So do you remember when it was like Tiffany Pollard goes to work and I think she was doing like the acting gig and the girl was like, break a leg. And she said, what did you say? And she said, break a leg. She said, oh, I'm not breaking a leg because I'm getting a part. <laughs> and then she went into the cast. <laughs> it was just the whole, she was so serious when the girl said, break a leg. She said, what did you say? And she said, break a leg. She said, oh no, I'm not going to break a leg because I'm going to get the part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. I was trying to figure out like my mood has been like really all over the place today. And there are so many fucking quotes. Um, so I think today I'm just gonna use she, you know, doesn't have the vernacular she thinks she possesses. I'm gonna <laughs> use that one. And that's how, that's how I am today. Um, let's see. For me, it would be you know, take it back to the flavor of love. Um, and oh, and this reminds me of like work because my boss is pissing me off, but I'm in a pause for a millisecond. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely that, like she keep trying me. So I, like I'm I'm in a pause for a millisecond, but I'm finna press play. <laughs> that was the reunion. Everybody okay. hated her. <laughs> Everybody ask that bitch what her. the fuck you got to ask her. <laughs> Oh my god. Zavon. Do it. Slap me. <laughs> me bitch. Just slap me, bitch. This and watch me. <laughs> you motherfucker. She just slapped me. Me. me in my motherfucking face. Bitch, I will take you out. Babe, did you see that, bitch? Did you see that? The <laughs> hoops in the back like. Mm-mm. Eliminate them. Yeah, she was so weak. She had a fucking head on her mouth, like y'all. <laughs> wow, what a moment. Okay, what is up, everybody? It is your boy Lord Deathree, and I'm Derwin King. And welcome back to another episode of That Black Boy Joy, where we create a space where Black boys can be themselves and so much more. You all, we have some guests in the building again. Back, back, back again. You all, we have Davon and Trayvon um, up in the building. They have a podcast called, um, that's just my, I mean, that's all I have opinions. First of all, how are y'all doing? Yeah, What's going on? Check on in, honey. I'm blessed and highly favored in yourself. Doing pretty well myself. Too. I'm doing good. Oh, just got from off the nice little sun while it's winter time here. Yeah, where the hell are we doing? In the sun, we only just went to Orlando, Florida, and drove down to Miami or whatever. Ooh, that's how long were you there? Man, who was um, from Friday to Tuesday? And who was we? Um, I didn't recognize all those people in those pictures. It's (laughs) a lot of people, it was a couple's trip. So, wait a motherfucking minute. With me, my partner, um, and a lot of other couples. 
Nice. Where man. is y'all at? Where is y'all? We at? the men. Where did y'all go? Singles men. Jealous bitch. We was over here in the cold and shit. It's freezing out this motherfucker. Um, we had we went to Animal Kingdom, which is like Orlando Studios. Um, we did like a lot of couples excursions. Um, chill by the pool for a couple of days. Go to you. Miami, chill by the beach for a couple of days. Yeah, I'm jealous as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave, what you do? What was what was what you been given, Dave? Work. Work. <laughs> you ain't been doing shit. <laughs> Work. You had a party this weekend. Oh, wait a motherfucking have... minute, did you? I didn't have a party. I had a gathering. A oh, small gathering. Same thing. Well, what's sir? the difference? What's the difference? I was 100 percent unaware of that. <laughs> <laughs> how many people was at this party first of all <laughs> like, how many people don't say small get together it was 15 people You know, over to the restrictions eight. Eight. wait a motherfucking minute it was 8 people darling that's 8 people that's you must under. have been hanging out you must have been handing out COVID texted at your house like and you was doing a vaccination what's all you do with snitch I came right in here and snitch just told on your mans ain't that wrong ain't that just wrong Mm-mm. nah we are super excited to have you all up in this gig with us, uh, Davon and Trayvon. We're um, excited first to of be all, here. what does Black Boy Joy mean to you all? We always ask our guests this, but what does Black Boy Joy mean to you all? Go ahead, Davon. <laughs> How did I know that was going to happen? Um, to me, it's being unapologetically you. It's standing in you, standing in your blackness, standing in your joy, just being authentic. Um, for me, it's more of like experience and happiness and being yourself and within yourself, being yourself or whatever the case may be. Um, just like living out loud, being free to make your mistakes, learn from them, um, and then also create your own story. So that's yeah, just and then also that's the embodiment of myself, Black Boy Joy. Yeah, sorry. I, my, I need. I should have muted. I, I, <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> I had to pull all the way back. But no, that is so cute. That is so sweet, y'all. We love asking our guests that because we always say it, everybody has different perspectives of that. So yeah. with you all having a podcast as well, we wanted to um, ask you all that as well. But Devin, you know what to get into. Let's get into our Black Boy Joy Spotlight of today. Today, uh, today's Black Boy Joy Spotlight goes out to somebody I actually grew up with on the eastern shore of Maryland. He's straight. Out of yeah, did you not know that? No, I did not know that. Look. Yes, girl. Wait by somebody's. Um, went to church together actually. Um, and both sang in the choir. His mother was our choir director. Um, a musical artist and performer, AU, which is actually the symbol for gold on the um, what do you call it? It's the little periodic uh, table, baby. Thank you, honey, because that wasn't going to come to me. It really, I wasn't. was guessing, I was about to say some other <laughs> shit, but I had to yeah, throw that but out you got there. it, bitch, right on the nose, too. <laughs> AU, um, he actually just released or is about to release a project on February uh, 19th, which is tomorrow on Friday. By the time you guys hear this, it will be out, and it is called The Forest Mixtape. Um, you guys can find that, um, links to it on his Instagram, which is. I am Austin J. I think it's underscore I am Austin J. Um, and then you can also find him on Twitter, which is AU underscore jams. I actually don't think there's an underscore in his Instagram, but 
I'll put it up there. I'll tag him. <laughs> You'll find it on the Black Boy Joy Spotlight when I put it on the profile. <laughs> um, but here, right now, his single Easy is out, and the video is really fucking cute, bitch. I was actually cheesing. It Please is. Go ahead and get into that. You are, yes, baby, yes. yes. So what the fuck you be doing? You be giving us very much a Beyonce vibes, giving us hints, and I didn't know who to like who the spotlight was gonna be this week. So the <laughs> fact that she was giving all hints this whole time, I was like, bitch, who is these people that he keep posting? Like, who is this? But yeah, bitch, I be trying to put y'all on to some real good shit, but <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give you the teasers first, honey. So you know, stay tuned, keep up on my motherfucking Instagram because the bitch be putting all the shit out there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to AU. I I did not know that's how you pronounce their name. What, I, what were you saying? I'm curious. Girl, A, sometimes I'll be thinking shit is silent. Or O. <laughs> sometimes things are silent. His name might be just be you. So. I, I've already heard the mixtape, um, and it's really, really good. I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. And I've been, like, badgering him to release it. So I'm really excited that it's going to be out there. And, like less than 24 fucking hours yes we're super excited about that but we're gonna get right into our hot topics y'all and let's just start off with texas is freezing let's just <laughs> get into that this shit is awful it's really awful <laughs> do you have anybody that lives in texas or like is experiencing it first Ooh, i do Ooh, how how is it for them what's going on um, with them? Are they... and i just reached and i just reached out to them today because i was like oh my gosh i've been meaning to call them but i was on vacation so i reached out today and he was like it's been terrible because he's been lighting candles in his house for a couple of days now so one of his friends just came to like rescue him well not rescue but like go somewhere where they had like light and stuff so he's been in the house and mind you he just moved to texas within not even a month and a half ago. Oh my fucking god. So he was just like, it's been shitty, but he's been making the best of it. Um and yeah, it's just unpredictable there. Does he have mm-hmm. water right now, running water? Um, that I don't know. It got I parasites mean, in it. Oh my god. Yeah, the water, yeah. Well, if he got running awful. water, he must not be using it. This shit is awful. I so what I I had heard about it like a couple days ago, but it wasn't until I saw footage of people's like ceilings collapsing that I was aware mm-hmm. of like the damage like being done in Texas right now. That is truly devastating. They just had a damn disaster like what two years ago, and we're still in a panoramic. And so on top of, on top of that, on <laughs> top of that, we're still in a. It's just so camp. much stuff going on. Where it's like, what is going on with this year already? And I, I can't imagine being, like, past due on rent right now. And, like, so you owe rent, and now, like, the place that you were living in is completely destroyed. Like, wh- how, are, how are we going to recover from that? How are the oh. people in Texas going to recover from this significant financial damage that is being, like, that is actually, like, completely suffocating? Mm-hmm. They're not getting no money from me. I, I, I had enough, bitch. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing from me. During this whole time, I'll be damned. I gotta pay for a house, and I can't even live in it. Or I ain't got no oh, hot yeah, water or no power. That fucking thing. That's gonna be a shelter <laughs> if it can be. So it was interesting because, um, God, I was watching the takes on Twitter. There was actually somebody who tweeted something super egregious, like yesterday. Like took a picture of his thermostat and like put it on Twitter and was like, if y'all had voted like blue you would have this as well, like referring to his heat. And I couldn't imagine that. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, and I could not imagine that not only in a pandemic, like it's it's bad enough that people were being insensitive when we're all experiencing a pandemic, an economic crisis. But these people are actively going through something that they have absolutely no control over, that their government had control over. Mm-hmm. And like, you think like, this is funny. Like you think that this is something like appropriate to say. And I'm starting to see a number of people on Twitter like exposing themselves as trash ass human beings. Amen. Did you see there, it? The government, aren't they governor like on vacation? Like, yeah, because I just seen something like that. One of my friends posted on Instagram about it that the the Democrat Ted Cruz, um, he flew out to Cancun. He's Republican. Mm-hmm. So I I their mayor, um, Tori, my best friend Tori just told me that I didn't know this happened. She said she read it last night that the mayor had tweeted something about like. God gave y'all the tools for survival, so if you don't use them, it's on you. Like, you girl, we are not cavemen. Like, and then, and then, They're because trash. it was the, like an awful fucking thing to say to a group of people. Like, well, these motherfuckers oh, don't know what to do. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Girl, get some sticks he and some built stones. They and got he built resigned. He resigned. So there was something interesting because now I've seen on the news that they're like the conversations around this are that like um about fossil like fossil resources or whatever fossil fuels um Mm -hmm. and whether they need to rely on sustainable resources for energy and for whatever reason they're making the argument that the green new deal is the issue which that's not the issue obviously it's not the lie and was like you know texans uh say that they're willing to go you know more time without lights and power so that they can get you know the rest of the stuff together rather than make like sustainable energy sources like renewable energy sources and i don't believe that to be a truth those people are cold as fuck and like their grocery stores are empty right now they're going through tragedy i highly doubt that they said that they would like deal with that for an additional day an hour let alone a fucking day or two please exactly so shout out oh go ahead there was a video i saw on twitter today where they were getting water from like some random faucet in the middle like the street like a third world country like they do in africa where you get in the buckets and you put in the faucet i'm like this is the united states child we are we are really a laughing stock at this point well, you know what? This is the system that was created and the one that has been upheld. Like, I, like there have been people in this country living as if this were a third world country for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is that that number of people is growing because our structure of capitalism is completely unsustainable. And here we are in the <laughs> worst, like, economic, the worst fucking, like, health crisis, the worst fucking, like, um, what do you call it? Like a natural uh, disaster. Yes, too. that's exactly yeah. what I'm referring to. Like, we're what? a triple threat, bitch. We are what? a triple motherfucking it's like threat. A geographical fucking disaster. All three in one moment. Fuck they Ted say, Cruz. He can eat a dick. Honestly. <laughs> Why plenty probably in Cancun? He probably is doing all that. I, I think also. Oh yeah, he said he, he packed up his family. and Said y'all hoes figure it out. And then said that they were leaving because the girls wanted to go to Cancun because his daughters wanted to go to Cancun. I said, are you kidding me? That's called white privilege. No, it's called that man will literally throw whoever he needs to under the motherfucking bus to avoid accountability. That man has absolutely zero spine. Sounds like a white person. You right? Period. No shade. 
<laughs> so what last week we talked about binder time stories you know monique from housewives of potomac she's no longer part of um housewives of potomac but she has now gave us a little bit of this thing called binder time stories and we wanted to know what was your thoughts on this damn binder i really want to know what you have to say Dylan. i want to know what's in this binder you have to say you, we all want to know what's in this binder, binder. <laughs> you're excited so you support binder time stories I would have supported if she would have stayed on the show and it had been a little spinoff on her Instagram. You see what I mean? But I understand why my baby left the show. But why do it now? What if she, what if she couldn't do that on, on, on contract, right? What if there was like, bitch, you cannot be doing this binder time as an after party. You cannot be doing it after the show. You can't be going on live exposing these girls. Wait until the season six is over. But Candy does that shit all the time. But she's not but throwing candy, like... Candy. Yeah, Candy. Candy's Candy. Candy's a network's favorite. Let's, let's get that straight. She has the and coins. she got her own coins. Monique, Monique, we all know Monique pissed the network off when she said, oh, this little money? My husband, we don't need this. I did not blame her for that shit. I, nope. I supported that. And that I was absolutely here for. They're the fan. She's a fan favorite, which is on um, Atlanta. Like, I think um, Candy's a beneficiary. Like, she pays everybody's bills. She pays for the structure. She makes sure she signs everybody's contracts when they. <laughs> Candy, though. Know, flying people out and shit. She was paying for tickets to fucking weddings and whatnot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Candy was doing all that. So, I th- like I said, I think um, Monique Binder Times, I'm. I'm, I, I mean, it's, by default, I'm going to check what it is, but it's just like... I'm going to check what it is. I, I know she got the receipt from the girl. But is it going to be impactful now? Because she's not even on the show. Right. That's, that's what, that's I what know. I'm thinking. Like, who's going to go out of their way to go listen to it? Or give her airtime. Like, they're going to sit and be like, girl, did y'all see what Monique put in that binder? Yes, Karen. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, Candace. And if it's not... But she well, only... But she only you opened up the binder... Once during the reunion, which made it like you—you you made it like a big deal. But you only opened it up once, so you wasn't reading that much receipts for me to say, "Oh my gosh, what's in that binder?" <laughs> no, she well, didn't. There was a lot cut out from that reunion. There was a lot cut out from that reunion. Well, they should have opened it up. Then she had some more papers there to was read. Because there was the Giselle storm off at that reunion that was cut out. God damn, I want to see that. That should have been aired. And even Giselle confirmed on Girl Chat or whatever that she stormed off and and dropped a few F-bombs at Chris. That entire situation was cut out. That's why the security man magically appeared there. (laughs) Why they cut hers out? But we got Candace's. I'm trying to understand the same thing. You think it has anything to do with the fact that she had another show on the network? Because she's the... The rumor among the Bravo bloggers is Giselle and Karen are the network favorites for Potomac. They are, and Giselle more, more, more so because she's the face. She's the face of Potomac. The network sees it. That's why she gets the good edits. She she has not had a storyline, but has been sitting there collecting a good check. Well, the next okay. thought it was a good idea to bring Latoya Ali on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I don't trust much of her. And we are giving her hell, and I live. You yeah, thought she, she was going to get it. some, you thought she was going to get a platform off this? No, girl, you about to get hate mail. That's what I want to know. So first, before we get into what I really want to talk about with them, I want to know if you guys are um, watched, have you guys been watching the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah. So how much of the Charleston trip have they aired? Like, what do we know? Because I saw clips of it on Peach Daily Report. And from what I've seen, I know that the shit that Portia finna get into is me. 
So my He took her ass and pressed it up against that man's peen, and I was like, "Wow, I've never felt so seen." <laughs> They're only on day three. I'm gonna say I didn't get that far, but also I'm not as invested as Davon is. Davon, oh. I'll watch it when it airs out, so that way it's like okay. But Davon be like, "Higgle blogs, Higgle this, send it to me via tweet DMs." I, 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 I follow the blog. Come on. Give well, us I want this one to cut me a check. I'm You're a producer. Right. At this You're a producer. Point. <laughs> you are a producer. Give him the check. Okay? He'll but, tell you um, the storyline before it ends out already. Because Peach Daily Report will give it to you. And the bloggers on YouTube will too. They'll tell you every motherfucking thing. I don't know who is sitting around <laughs> giving all the tea for Real Housewives of Atlanta. But literally anybody who has a motherfucking YouTube channel will tell you that shit before the episode airs. It's a queen of Andy Landau having pillow talk with. <laughs> yep, girl. Tell me what's happening in this next episode. I ain't gonna okay. tell nobody. What you got planned for this girl? <laughs> right. We ain't gonna tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know? <laughs> do you know? Girl, rumor has it. <laughs> so I have personally not been watching because I don't want to give them the ratings. But again, I stay pretty much plugged into Peach Daily Report because I just want to. I intend to come back after yeah. this season if Latoya Ali ain't on there. So, okay. They on day three. Ass. They're on day three still of uh, the, the trip. Yeah. Uh, trip. I think of they're the, there for yeah. like, This trip is going to last like three to four episodes. It don't need to. It don't need to. Yeah. They could have cut out their first day and a half and just started with the bachelorette party, but they <laughs> needed to build up the. So that's why they still eating pig. Still, they still eating that damn pig, right? <laughs> no, Cynthia, Cynthia stuck all that pig in that ziplock. I didn't see that. I didn't see her packing that shit away from Mike, and she said it was for somebody else too. Her man, her mother, her, her mother. mother. <laughs> in for her mother. Cynthia's so goddamn old. Goddamn. Let's <laughs> see. Portia was like, ah, what is this? I love Cynthia so fucking much, dog. Like, that is actually my favorite um, housewife. She can go, though. She can absolutely go. I will say, I do appreciate, because I've caught up, like, I've been watching it. I do, I like the gang up. I like the gang up. I don't watch it for me, so, yeah. But, um... This is another backstory. I don't, I don't even know what that means. You don't watch it for I me. watch it with somebody else. Nah, that's what I know. <laughs> oh. So um I like that they're ganging up on Kenya now. But she was a terrible host. Yeah, she was a terrible host. You not invited me nowhere and you ain't got no itinerary. You ain't got no food. You ain't got no fucking place for me to lay my head. And then you get mad at me when I have an issue with that. Well, whose idea was it to make her host in the first fucking place? Her it was idea. her. Obviously, she's going through a lot of shit, so she did not have the capacity to do that. So that was mistake. She, she couldn't bring a second nanny, but she was private. Bitch, what? And then you I saw a clip of her, like, of Candy trying to get her to come out um, so that they could play the game or whatever, and she was like, I'm not doing it. And Candy was like, it was mad. You know when, you know when the, um, the executive producer is mad, y'all gotta listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when the executive, y'all got to cut all and make sure it's focused on her. Because as soon as she was mad, everybody, everybody was like, "Let's get Kenya." I was like, "She's been, she's been an ass. She's so. mad about them crab cakes, uh, candy." Okay, and that's her real morals. Food. Don't play with her. Play with her mama, her man, or her food. My man. My man. Don't talk about my meal. That's my meal. Everybody want to talk about. You could have gave me a red cake. 
<laughs> she was so mad. Killing me with that shit, dog. All she do is eat. God bless her. God bless yeah. her. So what are you guys thinking about the future of Real Housewives of Atlanta? Because at this point, we're down to, what, five women. Um, there are people who are saying LaToya is sustaining the season, as well as Drew, more so LaToya. How do you guys feel about her? Like, do you guys think that her time on the show is sustainable? And what do you think they need to do moving forward to get um, the views? Because what I've heard is that they have, like, people who are not a part of the cast, like, watching the show when it premieres. Yeah, they've done a few um, cast watching watching um, commentary with Dwight and Sheree. Then they had this past Sunday, Doctor Simone, Simone somebody, Clark. Simone Quad. They're doing it to get the pulling some ratings. It's oh, you knew that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Is it working? Because from I've never, they've never done work. this before. Of course, it's not working. But what the do you only think time they done it before was when quarantine started and nobody was watching anything. They were kind of watching everything, which yeah. makes sense. and it didn't work then. Yeah, because I've definitely skipped over the episode where Cynthia and her daughter did it. It's like, oh, yeah, what's the point of watching a rerun? I don't watch reruns. It was like fucking no. <laughs> Noelle was in Cynthia's face. They were like this close to each other. And I remember Cynthia was just like. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, I, but the, I think they should talk to Toya. Yeah. I like the Toya other girl. Should, Toya, Toya should remain for this season just to keep on starting shit up as Kenya's little side girlfriend. She needs to go next season. Cynthia and Candy need to be demoted to a friend. I agree. And this and next season needs to be Cynthia's last season. And she needs to go to LA or something. This probably should have been her last season if we're being completely honest. I'm completely honest. The wedding Cynthia. should had her wedding not been that big, that probably would have been her farewell if they would have filmed it. But they didn't uh, film her wedding after she went through all that shit. Right. Wait, they didn't film the wedding. Hey, damn, you do know that. I thought they would have filmed the wedding because they no, talked about it. So it was a pandemic. They were, they, it was too many was people. She had 250 people. It, it was COVID. For mm. production said, if you would have been 50, maybe so, but you had 250 people at that wedding. But weren't they there and the, it's just that they're not using the footage? Because I thought it was nope. that they filmed. They hired their own camera crew. Oh, wow. Breaking news. Okay, Devon, <laughs> thank you so much for enlightening me. She hired her own camera <laughs> I, I guess she's assuming maybe if I film it, they'll use the B-roll in the, in the, in the scene. And they won't. Yeah, they gonna, <laughs> they gonna skip over like they're skipping everything else. What about okay. Fallon? I, she's a pretty girl. What is she? I, 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 I think Fallon. they should have brought her on. She has great potential. And she's, she's willing to come on her and her husband said. Oh, they are willing. So why did they not bring her on? Do you know anything about why she Test. They probably was testing her. Testing her. And I don't think it, she just didn't, it just didn't gel, at the moment, it didn't gel well. But yeah. from what I see, I like her. I, I like her. She, she's very rich. She knows she, yeah. she know what she wants. She got what she needs. She come and go as she please. If she's giving a 10-year storyline, like, yeah. I got a man. I get yeah. to come in and do what film when I want to film, leave when yeah. I want to, and have fun when I want to. I'm going to I love her. I want her to get her. They ain't coming on that motherfucking show. She's, and especially after that filming after. Yeah. Once this happened, she stopped filming. So I'm, yeah. I'm gonna mess up. But you yeah. know what? Ugh, I don't think they can't. That but all that darkness on Atlanta, you need that bubbly. Yeah. yeah, but they would try to destroy. My issue with that because I love Tanya because of her bubbly personality, but they would try really hard to destroy that, and I'm not sure that her bubbly personality would withstand. They tried that. last season. Yeah, they did. I was gonna say they did with Kenya, <clears throat> and she just like Kenya shut down. Right yeah, she just looks mean. Kenya just Candy just. I mean, um, Kenya just looked mean because like. 
uh, Tanya just wasn't like hardcore. Like brand on the show at this point. Like she knows she's a villain. She has addressed that several times that she is the show villain. And I because no Nini's not there no more, so she can't blame it on Nini anymore. Yep. And I so. think she's willing to wear that like a badge of honor at this point, especially now that she's not with Mark. The only time I've ever seen her fight against that villain like brand was when she was with Mark, and he probably was judging the fuck out of her. And yeah, um, she's one of those girls that could dish it but can't take it. Yeah. And it gets on my nerves. Well, I wish them the best. Well, before we move on, I do want to wish her the best in all her future endeavors. Who who would you want on this um show for next season in total? Like what would your ideal cast for next season look like? I need seven I need seven women, three friends. I need Marvel to stay a friend. Oh, you don't want to she become if she becomes a housewife, she's gonna become too fake. Because she's gonna produce, she's gonna produce storylines to keep you out of her real life. Oh, you know what? You are so right. Because that's why she don't have one now. She, was, she prefers to be a friend now. She can get the same money, same platform, and got to do less work. Yeah, I would do that too. I would. I would too. definitely I would do that as well. <clears throat> I ain't getting a nice chat. And just like Shamia, I saw Shamia got a motherfucking uh, confessional. A confessional. Yeah, and look good. Oh wow! And I think her good. her husband is finally coming around to her. Maybe. Bitch, yeah, no. That's I want her on the show. I will watch if they put Shamia on the actual cast. She she's so like talented. I don't know that much about that girl. You know what? <laughs> Every time she's on the show, she and Portia are turning up, and and to have Portia and Shamia like on a like a full cast together could be, I think, a lot of fun to witness. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Did you guys have you guys been watching and have you watched the same? <laughs> bad weather. Same bad weather. Okay. Did <laughs> have bad weather? <laughs> okay. I love them. I I definitely love Whitney within that show, and she's only thirty years old. You wouldn't think that she's thirty. Yeah, she's so young. Too. I love she's, her too. She's, she's so young, young with an eighteen year old gap difference with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's so like mouthy. It's like. Yes. You think that she's like gonna take it and she's like, no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna dish it back to you, baby. Yeah, I mean she will cry, but mama will speak up too. Okay. I've been very proud of her. You might need some liquid carriage, but who don't sometimes? <laughs> and she really Me? won't be the one to stir the shit up. Like she ain't she, you know what, Mary will start the she'll turn the stove on, she'll put the pot on the stove and like she'll turn it up. But it's See, this Whitney is the issue with Mary. Mary was never a housewife until the show wrapped. After the show wrapped, they switched production companies. The second production company that picked up Salt Lake City uh, promoted her to a housewife. That's why she has all those things in her closet. No way. When Mary was originally on the cast, she was a friend of. That's why she wasn't on the trip. That's why she wasn't this and that. She was originally a friend of. Well, who's friend so was she second... supposed to be? I... They never did say whose friend she was. <laughs> She's just a friend. Uh, I, think she, maybe, I think maybe Heather. She wasn't Jen's. <laughs> certainly wasn't She Jen. was definitely Whitney's. She had to be either Whitney or Heather. Okay. Yeah, it had to be one of bad weather. I feel like it was Whitney because she has more scenes with Whitney. Mm-hmm. Whitney more church and everything. They have more interactions. Yeah, that makes, yeah. Like it makes sense. And, and Whitney seems like she genuinely enjoys Mary. Like, there's something she's getting out of that friendship. Because I was watching today, and the way that she was looking at Mary... Mary was talking about that sham ass marriage. She was just like, "Yeah, I totally get it." I can't. I don't know that much anymore. I stopped after like 
I stopped in November. So <laughs> I get bits and pieces. I will say that as of since Potomac is off, the only the only one I'm watching now is Salt Lake City. And I like this I like this group of women because I am not tied to any one of them. I think they all have something to bring to the show. This is one of the first times where I can So what does Meredith have to bring to the show? <laughs> I love Mer- I love Meredith. <laughs> Her style is so like effortless. I mean, besides that blue confessional um dress with that bob, um, I like her. I like the fact that she had one of those storylines where it's like me and my husband' business is our business. Yeah. For you to try to insert yourself in it, that's where we draw the line at. And like she's very, here's the line: don't cross it, and I'm not asking you to step over it. <laughs> you know what I liked about her in all of her scenes? She had product placement. Every one of her brands and every one of her scenes. She was giving very much Bethany. She was like, check this out. Check that out. I do. Oh, yes, she was. When I watched it, I I was like, yes. I think every housewife doesn't have to be like like the eye-catching one. I think that what Meredith brings to the show is a good balance because she's still, she and her family are still interesting to watch. I don't necessarily like her family, Brooks, but I love to make fun of Brooks and I would not be you do. make fun of Brooks you. if Brooks was not on the show. <laughs> Why are you all talking? But I don't know how to make almond milk, so let just try. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, like, is that really your friend? If the whole cast was Jen, like how how overwhelming it would be. <laughs> I'd be like, girl, sit down. Somebody sit down. Somebody put the fire out. I'm, production fooled me. When they did the promos, I thought I was going to love Jen. Yeah, I think a lot of people. When they did those promos, that. I definitely was going to love Jen. She's not and those episodes started rolling out, I was like, Oh, it was she looked it crazy because nobody was giving that same energy. Right. So it was like, girl, why are you coming in the cold? So damn hot. Like, yeah. girl. They, like, <laughs> oh, calm down. Like she was low-key violent. Like I'm not, very <laughs> aggressive. People keep calling me aggressive, Don't. and I'm like, girl, you are. <laughs> she a dominant talk. <laughs> she girl, you gonna take this? She said, I said, girl, that's kind of you gotta have some consent now for going off. Oh my god! Now I so I um I had some questions and I saw the the preview for next week's episode. But after the first um episode of the reunion, I wanted to know if her husband completely missed the funeral. So I messaged her on Instagram, <laughs> and she responded and was like, "He made the week. He made the week. Like he was there for Friday. The wait." for the viewing but he had he did not make it to the uh funeral and whatever they did after or the burial on um on saturday so i did figure that out and apparently everybody else knows because it was in the preview but i just mm-hmm. wanted y'all to know that i hate um dms her and she responded hey <laughs> he taking your job you better you better Ooh. start hitting up somebody because he over hitting up the actual housewives <laughs> because omar oh told me to season two we, we might have an interview ourselves Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, you look, I can't wait till season two because y'all definitely coming back to talk about that shit. Do y'all watch Dallas? Or should I, is that something I should get into? Excellent. Right. Season, their season one was trash because they didn't know they were filming a housewife series. That always happens though. Like with Potomac, they didn't think they were. They didn't know they were filming house filming housewives. Well, did they know season. who was backing them? Did they know what no, network? They thought they were filming a charity, like a show about charity. How That's do you end up doing this? How does this happen? Because the production company will tell you, come come to them and say, we're doing a reality show about um, 
elite women that live in the ch- that live in charity who want to follow your lifestyle. That's how they grouped in Potomac. That's why Potomac's first season was heavy on the etiquette and yeah, charity yes, world. Yes. Grand dames. They need to start oh, assuming man. they're going to be housewives. They literally need to start assuming, okay, this is about to be the housewives so they can act accordingly. All right, well, I'm done with that. I like Tiffany. I like Tiffany. Who's She's that? The, she, oh, Tiffany. That's the new girl. It's the new girl. Chinese one? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what, what, what is her actual... Trayvon just yelling out names. She, uh, Patrice? <laughs> what, what are her That's me in real life. I will give you a name in a second. My waitress. <laughs> Come on, Bethany. <laughs> not even, not even close. Nowhere near. <laughs> her name is Tiffany Moon. Her maiden name is Tiffany Sun. And she is Hold on. She went from moon to sun or sun to moon? She went from sun to moon. This Pokemon? <laughs> She's throwing out Pokeballs. <laughs> Pokemon Sun, Pokemon Moon. Ooh. Y'all are ridiculous. Let me stop. <laughs> now, that's it. Mm. What do you guys think about the newest release of I- Ivy Park, Icy Park? I thought that shit was so fucking cute. She did it for uh, Texas. I'm happy she released it on the week I got paid. I'm- <laughs> that's my Somebody give me some. Uh, Again, Devon, like, you owe me a Christmas gift. You know, give me the brown one because that shit. I you have to get your Christmas gift, darling. That's because I had that already. Well, give me one. Shit, I didn't. Wait, so you return gifts away? You didn't just keep it and like take it, like donate, or did you give it back to him? You so, No, I didn't return. I sent it back to Amazon because he 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 has. He brought me one of those like three compartment charger, headphone thing for like the Apple products. So mm-hmm. I have one already. And I told him that I have it. So he was like, go ahead and you can just send it back. Oh, well, if you told him oh. to. <laughs> and and he like, oh, I didn't want it. I was unappreciative. <laughs> it was a conversation already. And he was just like, oh, send it back. <laughs> and I sent it back and he got his money for it. I know that's right. I, I guess I'll get you a face mask. A face mask. Okay. I'll give me a crop. <laughs> a what? You what? know what I said. Did Ivy you Park get one already? I want another. An uh, Ivy Park one? That was good for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was talking about the gift. <laughs> <laughs> I said, did she not tell? Did she? Is that what section is that in? On no. The I, so you know what? I want to talk about Ivy Park because the last group that she, the last group of clothes that she had released, the all I black. Fan of. I know I was fine with the all black and gold. It was the green that I was not a fan of. Like I didn't think that was cute at all. I got the but green. You did? Like the mint? I just feel like I I don't see like. I don't see people being able to wear it like a year from now. I yeah, I want to send it back. I, I just can't see me wearing looking like I. T- I think I tell people this. I like. I feel like I'm gonna be in a handsmaid's tail, and I'm gonna be in my fractions. But the brown doesn't look like that. Like her, the, the newest release of that brown seems timeless to me. That seems Girl, like something mm-hmm. various people can wear for a long time. I want that. That is something that I would like to see myself in. And I thought the pink was cute too because it looks like strictly athletic wear. And like mm-hmm. that looks like something people will be able to wear timelessly as well. Like this is probably for me her best release, the most interesting. Um, her promos for it were really cute. I love seeing Blue Ivy in it. Like seeing Blue Ivy in it made Thank me you. with her thick edges. With her thick edges, the girl is mad. I just want her to be able to resell it again. That's my point exactly. exactly. Because it's like once it's gone, it's gone. I'm like, girl, can you at least do a second helping of it? Because, <laughs> um, baby, I'm. 
I had to pay bills this week. So, um, yeah. And honestly, like the people who have the money immediately to buy it are the ones who are going to get it first. And I don't think that that is very fair to people who would need to like save for it or whatever. I mean, Mm -hmm. because realistically we are in a pandemic. Pandemic. Well, Beyonce, if you're watching this, I I would love a gift box. Yeah. Um, we, would all to me. we would all do unboxings and, and reviews on our podcast and videos. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. So, Beyonce, make sure you're listening. I'm going to send it to you every day. I would <laughs> literally put the top, I would put the pink and the brown and the coat on and sit right in front of the <laughs> Devin will sit right in front of the camera. How tacky it look. I would literally be sitting here like a fucking igloo with every piece of clothing. <laughs> she had a white coat in there too, didn't she? Yeah. Uh, she it was mm-hmm. silver. It was like silver when a Gucci man had on. He gonna put that on top too. Oh, baby, I walk around the house with it. You know, shit. That'd I'll be pass out. That's too many um, layers. Now this one I wanted to talk about, but I don't know nothing about it. I had to do a little bit of research. But <laughs> do y'all watch? I got you. I knew you had me, bitch. I knew if a motherfucker <laughs> had me, it was gonna be Debra, <laughs> Sherry Pie, and you said Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> your, your topic. Oh, bitch, yes, it's your time again, <laughs> honey. It's Angie. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. What's going on with Drag Race? Thoughts on Sherry Pie being invited. I can produce Housewives. He can produce Drag Race. Oh, Housewives, you got Drag Race. (laughs) What do you know about the like the Sherry Pie like conundrum scandal? Um, that she was acting as a producer, um, and telling people to was it to telling them to film with her or something like sexual stuff? Yeah, take off your clothes and film naked and all that. Like, when did this happen? Uh, last so she was on season twelve, right? Yeah. So like last before year, that aired, before that aired, like literally the day before that aired, all of that shit came out. So they had to wow. go back and edit her out of the wow. season. No fucking way. yes way. Yeah, like yes the day way. before they had to go and be like, "Bitch, we got to get to work." And edit everything out. And she was actually okay. I'm sorry, Trayvon, because <laughs> you got Vanjie. Because <laughs> she, baby, she was actually killing it. I think if that would never came out, she would have been a winner. You're mm-hmm. fucking kidding me. She had no shade. She got it to. She got to the top four, four. Yep, or whatever. And they was like, four. she's not gonna be in the season finale. <laughs> she's chopped. Every win, stuff. every win got donated to the Trevor Foundation. So what do we think was the purpose of... Because I don't know if you guys knew about the Tamron Hall incident. Like, what do you think her purpose of inviting her on was? For, like, a redemption story? Well, the purpose of them inviting her on was because she was a legit good drag queen. Well, I'm talking about Tamron Hall because she had ended up getting a lot of flack about um, inviting her to the show. So this is how I became aware of the whole thing in the first place. Tamron mm-hmm. Hall... Yeah, Tamron's a- response when Tamron had to address the community, like, Yes. I, I'm not I'm not giving away my platform. I'm doing an interview. And did you watch that interview? No. That's no all- I've seen bits and pieces. What did you um, see? I mean, uh, quickly, Sherry immediately just was like, I did it. Like, I can't act like I didn't do it. It happened. And then also there was like another like pop blogger that came on. It was like, have, like they didn't give like Sherry that much like energy. They yeah. like had other people come on and talk as well. Yeah. Um, but like definitely Sherry just was like, I did it. I fucked up. I was wrong. I'm in currently I'm in like behavior, cognitive therapy. I saw that. Currently I'm taking, I'm over here still. She's still in contact with some of her, um, 
the survivors because I was trying to not say some of the people that she, you know, coerced and all that stuff like that, which is very interesting because some of them were her friends too. Mm-hmm. So she did she did it to some of her oh. best friends as well. That is really odd. That's odd. I just wanted to figure out like what made them out about this wasn't like the person to make it seem as though like that's a big thing, but also people are doing that now. But what about her platform made them come out for that? Because it's not a strange thing. Yeah, I think yeah, drag the drag queens were definitely upset. Because I first of all, I was shook when I seen her having her like shit shared pockets. I was like, girl, I didn't even know you knew what drag race was. I, I didn't know instant reaction from the public. Like they were they were livid. So that's <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to go to my Googles. That's the white gays, you know the white gays. No, they powerful. Jack- Jack A was like, look, honey, the people keep me plugged in. She said, I don't even watch Jack Race or something. I don't even think what it was. She said, but they hadn't, she was aware of why that was a huge no-no. She said, I don't be plugged into everything, but I know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying like, she was like, well, people gave R. Kelly a platform. So like, why? Cameron said that. Yeah. 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 She was like, I'm she doing said, my job. I she's doing her job as an in- as a journalist, she's doing her job. She said she would sit down with the person that was accused of murdering her sister. As an interviewer, she's not giving away her platform. She's doing her job as an interviewer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. fair because I was thinking, it made me think of <clears throat> Jada Pinkett. We ended up talking a couple weeks ago, um, if not a month or so ago, about Jada Pinkett of inviting uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter, or was it Felicity Huffman's? One of their daughters. Some white woman. Yeah, um, about the whole, like, get, scheming their way into gra- um, college. college or whatever. And I was saying that, like, Jada has given her platform to people for redemption. And that is very irresponsible. So you're saying Tamron said she did not do that. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't happen. From what I saw, it wasn't that. There was also people coming on that were speaking. And she also spoke to some of the survivors of the situation. But it was very, like... She there, there was no explanation. Like she didn't like just uh Sherry didn't like be like, oh, I did this. Like she was just like, I did it. Like I am now in like it was very much like what what is next for you? It wasn't like, did this really happen? Yeah, it wasn't that. Cause they also didn't give her that much energy because also other people came on and spoke. So Good. okay. She, yeah. All right. Well, I was gonna ask you guys if you're excited about married to medicine, but low key, I I it hasn't aired yet so i'm gonna skip over that and talk ask you guys if you have any opinions about boozy's comments regarding Lori harvey because i know everybody saw that on the timeline yesterday what did he say oh bitch no you did not no. see he said something uh-uh. about um he, he a doer right he said um he was saying that <sighs> our culture should not celebrate Lori harvey or people who do what Lori harvey does i.e date um and that, uh, he's like what what about the bachelors it was essentially saying that men need to take their power back. That the idea of a bachelor has been undervalued and that nobody should want their daughters. I don't know how we had gotten on the whole thing about daughters, but no one should want their daughters to mess with eight niggas. I don't know how we got to the number eight. Um, <laughs> because it's not cute. I I really thought that that bullet <laughs> shot him was going to be it. I really thought that was the last time I was going to have to deal with Boozy. <laughs> Not that bullet. <laughs> Not the bullet was supposed to take him out. <laughs> I, Jesus, I, can you give us Cicely Tyson back? I mean, it's always... Let me do a but I think he had, like, cancer or something. There's always something that, like, almost takes him out, and then somehow we are, like, forced to deal with him for an additional couple months to a year. And don't don't get me wrong. 
I personally do believe that Lori Harvey is a beard for hire, a professional beard service. And I definitely believe that that has a lot to do with her current relationship. And I would not believe that. Uh, where's that? Where's the tagline to say alleged? Where's that at? Where they graphing at? Allegedly. And also, let me, just Allegedly. Say, let me just say, when I say beard, I'm not calling Michael B. Jordan gay. I don't know. What do you call him, dear? <laughs> I don't know nothing about what that man do. That's none of my business. <laughs> just call her a beard. But you got you. All I know is you better talk for my Erica Kane's um stepson. When I when I say beard, I really mean that a fake girlfriend, like just in general, a fake girlfriend, like for uh-huh, him, for hire, for hire, a girlfriend for hire. Can you because more? Because there are a number of things. There are a number of things I think that would help that her being in a relationship with him would help. And if they were not posting pictures of their relationship of what they do for each other every fucking day, I would have no reason to believe that because every other legitimate relationship you see on social media, they mind their business and you get mm-hmm. a post every now and again. It's like every, it's like clockwork with Michael B. Jordan. It's a publicity stunt. Of course it is. That shit is daily. Like, and we're supposed to be fooled by that. I think we also have not seen this man in a relationship either. So Ever. Ever. I think he ain't ever. Ever. Excited to post his beautiful girlfriend. But he could have been posting me. I could have been the girlfriend. Because Michael is fine. I know the people haven't Girl, tried to say think, he that. Yeah, he don't think snatch kill, him. kill Michael can kill it. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. He sure can. You know how long I've been lusting after Michael B. Jordan? I think I was 18 the first time I said that he could absolutely take me the fuck down. And I have literally been like so thirsty. Oh, okay. It was back when he was on All My Children. He was on what? what? All My no Children. Problem. See, when I first seen it was Fruitvale Station. Fruitvale Station. Yeah. Yeah. All My Children. He was, he was playing Eric King's stepson. Ooh. Oh, well, you you know, you, you watch well, you the stories. You, you watch stories. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. In my life, met somebody <laughs> under the age of 50 that watched stories, and I've never... Wow, it's too long. White stories, black stories, soap operas. What the black stories? Uh, uh, the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, (laughs) look at Trayvon. Tyler Perry's (laughs) anything, any Tyler Perry series. You'd be like, girl, what is going on? (laughs) Well, wait a motherfucking minute. (laughs) I can. The stories just be too like soap operas. I'll be watching them things. I'd be like, bro, did this person just jump out of a hair airplane and then blow up? And then you find out that they really black, but then they're really not black. But you find out that they mother is their dad, but then you find out that their mother is not their dad because there's actually a cat, and then all of a sudden the cat is human. They still be doing shit like that, David. You know what? Actually, they've been doing it on have and have nots for years. Passion. I can warn you a storyline. Okay, let's go. Storyline. Run me one. Run me one. Okay, when Sam Morgan came with the General Hospital, she was a drifter. She met and fell in love with mobster Sonny Carrento. Then was why well, had a favorite Sonny. Sonny got her pregnant. Didn't want to leave his wife, so his best friend, his best friend, stepped up to be the father of the baby and raise the baby with his mistress. They broke up. The baby died. She stayed with the hitman named Jason Morgan, which was Sonny's best friend. They got married, had babies. La la la. She became part of the mob family. Then Jason died, disappeared, came back, but it was his twin brother. She had a baby with him. Then he died. The real Jason came back. Now they broken up. Now she was Sonny's son. Hold on, That's hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this a real story from the stories? Yeah. I can't believe that that really is how stories work. Like they, they give the drama. They really give the drama. 
And then it turned out that her, the man she slept with got pregnant with and she lost the baby was also the father of her younger sister. You know what, Loki? And her and her other sister is the mobster's brother. So yeah, <laughs> her sister's also her half year. You know what? I would like to experience being at le- in at least one episode of a, of a soap opera. That actually, I, I want to do that. Devon, think, that's what you should just do. You should just do one of my projects. Scream right in, in and have somebody yeah, produce that. You be the ghostwriter. You got scripts, don't you? I'm gonna go get Crimson Heat off the shelf. Ooh, Crimson Heat sound like it's like a cop tele like a cop drama. Crimson telenovela. Yes. Go ahead. You know what? I, that's what we're gonna speak into existence. You are gonna get yourself a motherfucking soap opera, and I bet you'll be the first gay black man to do it. Tyler Perry. <laughs> 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 Maybe <laughs> you was thinking what I, I was saying. That I I don't have nothing to do with that. I didn't say it, and I don't I don't. Uh, uh, well, bitch, well, bitch, you said Lori Harvey was his Michael B. Jordan's beard. <laughs> I said that I wasn't calling Michael B. Jordan gay. I wasn't calling, and him I gay. wasn't calling Tyler Perry gay. I just said he writes like a gay man. Next case. <laughs> Was that the car? What I didn't get that from that. <laughs> Let's move on. Come on. Let's okay. Move on. Move on. It was Devin. funny, Debbie. It was funny. I'm laughing. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some questions we have for y'all. So, um, for how, how the hell did this come about? How did y'all meet each other? And how the hell did y'all become? I hate this question. Do we um, one of us can remember? We don't know. We we met a long time ago. We was like, how long have y'all known each other? More, maybe about a decade, a little bit longer. <gasps> Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm. I was like about eighteen, nineteen. Bro, he's all I have is opinion. Don't say like I'm huh? that much older than you. Hello. <laughs> well, I mean, don't you acted like as if you were older, older than me. Well, how old were you? Like twenty two. He's <laughs> what you only like two years old, three years older than me. <laughs> I'm like 22. Okay, I was like, I didn't. That wasn't far fetched. You were like 22, right? Yeah. Okay. So back in the day, it was like the modeling and all that other stuff. Davon was more of like a spectator for those, or one of those like back saying, "I'm gonna follow this person because you know." So he followed everybody. Um, I don't know why we we followed each other, but I eventually oh, started getting to the age where I wanted to go out. And I would see Davon as like pro- posting like club flyers, promoting outside of lines and stuff like that. Um, and fast forward a few like, years later, I don't know how we started connecting or whatever the case may be, but um, from what I remember was he was working at a party um, and we took a picture together and all that other stuff. And we've been friends after that. Is, is that accurate, Davon? Is that what you were pretty much? Okay. I can't believe y'all don't know your damn origin story. I don't know a lot of my origin stories. If it wasn't from friend, like high school friends, then I don't know. I love telling me and Devery's origin story because I think it's so interesting. And I'll tell the details all the way to like how I got to the point where I met him. I will give people the elaborate story of like a, a year before I met Devery. Literally every fucking step that got me. There. It's okay. the funny thing to be transparent. I hate 
people when I first meet them, I be transparent. <laughs> I I told David, I was like, I did not know you, but I did not like you. And I, <laughs> I got I that heard, a lot. I just heard somebody behind me just be, ah! and I was like, you know, I had my chin on the shoulder and everything. <laughs> I was like, okay, hey everybody. <laughs> I'm like, girl, this, this young woman behind me. And then a year. You tell the story because I I just skipped. I ain't telling that story again. I told oh, that story no. five times on this platform. Okay, check out last episode. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> better check. But no, we met each other a year before we actually like became co-hosts. But it was That's like true. ironic because I was like, "Who is this girl?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Why?" And then came over to my house, and then because my roommate at the time was like, "I'll hang out," and then about a big bottom. So, um, tell us about your podcast. Tell us everything about. That's all I have as a quick news. Our podcast came from Davon. Um, I don't know what made him choose to ask me to be a co-host. Um, but I was all like, I'm no, I'm not how to do this. Um, I don't I don't have I don't wanna Google nothing, I don't wanna research nothing, I wanted to like flow naturally. He was like, um, you don't wanna do homework, you don't wanna do like a style magazine. I said, I'm not into fashion. He said, but you be dressing. I said, yeah, because I could do it freely he was like well what about music or pop culture i was like i just listen to shit so -hmm. he was like um well what can we do a podcast or think about it for a while give let me know and like a week later he was like um did you think about the podcast i was like can i get more time (laughs) um so then as we continue on like it was literally one conversation where we were talking about, I was like, I don't got nothing to offer. Only thing I got to offer is opinions because that's all I have is opinions. He was like, oh, that's a cute name. That's a cute name. We can go from there. I was like, but how are we going to have a layout? How this is going to work? He was like, well, we can, you know, we got the name now. So let's start thinking about it afterwards. Here's a shared note. Here's episode one through two. Um, You can put your opinions there afterwards. I was like, oh, so now I'm Oh, I'm forced now, huh? Yep. <laughs> Here you go. All right, let's take a flyer. Everybody do a flyer for us. And I was like, oh, shit. So just come over to my house next week so we can start filming. What? Yeah, That's I got everything mean. already set up on my know? iPad. Um, yes, Anchor. Hit, let's make some beats. I was like, you know what, girl? I come over there all the time anyway. So why not? Shit. So, you know what? One thing about Davon, he's going to ask Okay. <laughs> so wait, what was Once your that emotion? It's like here you go. So Davon, how long did you have this like podcast or like like thing project in mind before you actually was like, let's do it? I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I remember when you said something to me about wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, Trayvon, I mean, I what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was like a month, and I hit up Trayvon. Like, so you want to do more? You popular. You, you always got shit to say. I was going to ask, why did you choose Trayvon? Yeah. Trayvon seems to not know why he chose. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Like, the, like, popular, but he's more likable. Mm, I, I, I have to, I just, I will, I don't know if I agree or disagree. Um, It takes a lot for me beginning or getting to know people to like come out of my share, but I'm very fun. I'm very like open to doing stuff. I'm very open to meeting people, but at, like when it comes to meeting people, I'm very sit back observant. And then it's like, oh, 
this person seemed cool. This person is not out to, you know, want to hook up or all these other things. So let me just let my hair down. And then also after a few drinks, it's like, let's get this party started. <laughs> you said, bitch, you got to get this rolling. We always have to have drinks. Okay. Listen, gotta have a drink. Also, side note, you're very likable, Davon. Y'all need to huh? give ourselves more credit. <laughs> Look at him. Did you say y'all? Both of them need to give ourselves more oh, credit. Yeah. You so, I'm right. surprised that we're doing this well. Um, honestly, I wasn't like projecting going after season one or even having like this long period. But I mean, Devon was saying like the Devon is more of the technical person. He's more of the um posting it, um, looking at who's watching it, who's viewing it, all the other stuff. And I'm just more of a I'll post it, I'll come show up, but that's it. I don't want no more hard labor. <laughs> I got work. I got. The fuck I'm thinking and I'm going to move on. I got filming for a boy drama, YouTube series. I got a, a man. We got plans. Me. It's it's a lot. So, so what I also would like to know um, is what is, what makes you guys a show special? Like, what is it that your listeners can appreciate most about your show? Um, we have our authentic opinions on topics that are interesting and touching the lives of gay men in their thirties. Is that your demographic? We've, yeah, we—that's the market of which we're aiming for. Because oh, that's know. our that's our friend groups. That's our identity. So yeah, okay, that's our target audience. And what uh, do you want your listeners to take away from your show? A kiki. Some information. It's okay to have an opinion. Every it's like assholes. Everybody got one. Um, it, this is just a platform where it's like, okay, well, let's bring people that do talk about shit. Um, bring them to the forefront. Let them express their opinions. Um, but also, we're people. Everybody's people. They got something to say. Mm-hmm. So this <clears throat> is that outlet where it's like, come on, express yourself. And then I feel like, go, go ahead, go ahead. This is a safe and bold space to be yourself. So I want to know how y'all get Jason Zoo on the show. <laughs> oh, Devon, Devon, no, Devon got a lot of sexual connects. <laughs> you did not have to phrase it in that manner. I, 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 I will phrase it in that way. Devon is a pimp. I told y'all he for got these, a toy. Um, yeah, these. He the sex reason I got dolls. a deal though. He got my deal, though. So, you know. He oh, girl, we got to tell the story. So, wait, they're calling you like a sexual pimp. You yes, get, honey, he's the man. That's his black boy, Joy. He is the madam, darling. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, what? Well, how did you get Jason? Um, Jason's a friend of mine. Nice. Um, I met him through my work with Impulse. Trayvon is yeah. Trayvon is <laughs> making it seem like there's more Shout to this. What's more to the story? Oh no, no, no! I was just saying back and just enjoying. Oh. Shout out to Impulse. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but I really enjoyed that episode. I definitely, um, I wasn't that well versed in what he didn't do on camera. <laughs> so <laughs> when I knew that he was like just really an activist and advocated for just like um like protected sex and just like safe sex in general. I was like, come on, give it to me. So I was just like so curious about that. Is that the um what type of guests are you are you guys going to or do you see yourselves bringing on like 
so because we've had a lot of artists, so we've gotten a lot of artists coming through here. What do you guys see for yourselves in terms of inviting people on? We, of course, would love to come join you guys for an episode of That's All I Have. Yeah, oh, yes, that invitation is coming for season two. Muchas gracias. <laughs> yes, um, I see us inviting on some opinionated people. I will, I'm, I'm, my goal is to get a housewife from Potomac, Atlanta, and Salt Lake City for season two. You gonna get Candace on there because you know she's more likely to do it. Um, I, I like her. Yeah, I don't think I like her enough to um ask her to be there. I, I guess like she ain't coming bit. now. Shit. I guess Just, I gotta like you a little bit. I, I have people that are friends with Monique. Hey, Monique. There you go. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I can see that. I can see that. Oh, you got Robin on too. Y'all like her? I love Robin. I love Robin. Give me Ashley. No, that's who I want. I would. I'll take Juan Dixon. I'll take him too, honey. Michael Darby, child. We, Robin said, well, we know somebody that did. (laughs) Oh, the man. He might take you back, honey. (laughs) Right. He might take you back. You give him a pretty corny. Just might. I was like, <laughs> I we I allegedly, 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 allegedly. Who was that? You have to put that in bold. Allegedly, allegedly. You have to put that. Bruce Jackson. But I ain't complaining. Allegedly. <laughs> Wait, so you all wrapped up your first season. Was it something that you all like intended? Was there like feedback and receptiveness? Like, oh my God, like we, like. It, looking at it number wise, I didn't expect us to do that well. But we also got one more episode left this season, so it's not wrapped up quite yet, but probably by, I don't know when you guys release this episode, but Mm -hmm. probably by then it will be. Monday. I already got my memo to say, be here Sunday at XYZ time. Yes, our our season finale drops this coming Tuesday. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. Oh, was that the, that's a sneak peek of the name? That's the title. I'm gonna get more sex. I want more sex. <laughs> <laughs> Not you want more sex. Give me the sex. Give it to me. <laughs> um, there will be more Sorry. sex coming come season two. There's gonna be an interesting episode come season two. Our, our, that's a possibility. I'm just, I'm just watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we got, we gonna get into your feed. You were very Wait. vocal the last time we had a sex conversation. I'm always vocal about oh, yes. sex. Very much. I love it. Now listen, you know what? I have my propriety. <laughs> I I am a lady, but I'm a sexual being, so I'm very honest about sex. I didn't think I was gonna say the world the word dildo up on here, but I came Girl, out of my mouth. You, you said, said it before. before. Have I really? Yes. Well, well, on this you... here platform. Yes! When you hear the word dildo, drink. Take a shot. <laughs> dildo. Dildo. She I like to say it like Nini. Uh, dildo. I do not want a dildo up my ass today. <laughs> okay, guys. We have said dildo about 18 times. See, y'all gonna get, y'all got, y'all so gonna start sure. drinking now. Wait, okay. So tell us about Impulse DC because that is like you met through, you all met through parties like in the area. But like, what is Impulse DC for our listeners? Yes. Um, so those that aren't aware, Impulse Group DC is an advocacy entertainment-based organization based here in DC. We're funded by AIC, the World AIDS Foundation, World AHS. We were started in Los Angeles by Jose Ramos. There are 25 chapters, including London, Cape Town, 
Bangkok, Beijing, Chicago, Dallas, Houston, New York, DC, and Atlanta. Um, our mission is to support, engage, and connect with gay men globally. We have a 80-20 model. We do 80% entertainment and 20. When we had events, in-person events, we did 80% entertainment and 20% education. That way we get you on a cute open bar, free food, naked men, and then we trick you and get you some education. Some nice takeaways to enhance and better men of the community. We are at Impulse Group DC on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am and I am the director of the event. And I happen to be on his team. That's how I know yeah. to Look, child, it sounded like you was doing like a Greek mission statement. Like, no, that named... was good for me. I loved it. I was like, state your, was state your founders. Right, state your founders. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, that I think you have that connection. So that helps you have guests onto the show, correct? You being in the limelight. I want to say you in the limelight. You being in the scene and knowing like who to connect is something that's unique that you have with your show. You can bring the who's who of the DMV area or people around. And be like, yeah, let's let's get the because I think some of us we just see them as bodies, right? We see these people as fantasies, people that we can't touch and all of that stuff. But you have the ability to bring them onto the show and make us like them mentally as well, which I think yeah. is like really dope. Because I'm like some people, I just be like, like Jason Zoo, I didn't know he could talk. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew Jason he, knew he could very talk. well spoken and educated. Yeah, right. Okay, and I got heard. I listened to the episode. I said, oh, he has a brain. I like it. It's very <laughs> soft spoken though. It's like brain and booty. That's one. That's the only thing. No. <laughs> soft. I was like, ain't nothing that soft. Okay. 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 I quit. Okay. I quit. <laughs> oh, I like it. Heat. <laughs> Tell us what you envision for the future of that's all I have is opinions. And manifest something today. Before you guys leave here, tell it, manifest something for yourselves and for your merchandise. Yeah. Mm, come on, merch. Mm. I, I love sponsorships. Um, I'm definitely looking to get sponsorships. Um, not just for that's all I have that's all I have is opinions, but I'm working on a um game show called It's a Duo. Um, definitely a lot of sponsorships, even for the web series that I'm on boy drama. Um, we in, need, please. <laughs> we need. How did you get a part? Huh? Okay, so a little interesting story. I actually moved. I used to watch boy drama back when I was like in undergrad, and I actually moved here and was like really excited to like audition or like figure out how to get. Then y'all went on hiatus, but I moved here slightly because I like the representation that y'all had on boy drama. So tell everybody about what boy drama is, because you are a star. Yeah, you've been on the first season, since the first season. <laughs> or what you what you feel comfortable telling us <laughs> um boy drama is a dc or dmv based show where it talks about um gay males and the dmv um and the drama that they go through um yeah, my uh, <laughs> um, I, it's, there's no mission statement for that. Oh, um, we don't, we don't need no, um, we don't need you to spit the founders, oh the actors. Okay, <laughs> the vision is more so black gay males drama DC and what it looked like. I love this. I love that. There's no mission statement for I don't know the mission. <laughs> no, I mean I I love, love the show. I just wanted to name I that. Like so I was, fucking fun. 
Well, we're looking for um some because we're filming and doing a lot of other stuff now, but we're looking for like some supporting roles um within a few episodes. So I definitely these are both great actors on our own that are hosting us right now. Right. And I, we're looking for like people that right now have a good like professional speaking tone to be like a news anchor and all those other things. So it's just like um I, like I definitely will too. share this information with the um producer. Yes, that's I it. I love the show. I I you know what? I want to audition for that. Give me the information. <laughs> I, I, I have you guys information so I could just forward him to you guys and yes, even, even the podcast um forward that to you guys, forward that to him so that way he can see yeah say, hey, let me reach out. Should love to have him on. Let's do a black people collaboration because that's what's needed. To the audience, this is why spaces, like, this is why we create spaces like this. Issa Rae says that you have to network across, that this is why we're here. We do this work and we connect with each other so that we can all come up together. That's that's the objective. I'm so glad to have you on there to display that. I really appreciate you for that. Um, no problem. Because this is why our, this is why we exist. This is why we brought you guys on for this very reason. We want to see everybody win and I definitely think there's space for everyone to do so. So thank Yeah, we're going to make room. We said one thing for sure is we're going to make room for everybody to win. We Absolutely. want people to brag. We want people to like, like I said every time, we want people to have that space because there's most times where we have to be silent and have to like not talk about our successes. We have to minimize our actions because we don't want to dim somebody else's light. But it's like, girl, if my light is shining, I don't need no. to fade in the back. Come on. Okay? Okay, keep that like, energy up. Right. You, I'm sorry that your light is not dimming as hard as mine. We might have to get your bulb fixed. But mine's over here, girl. This is a this this is char- rechargeable. Just <laughs> don't play, okay? Don't so no, we honey. we appreciate that you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we appreciate that you all have. Uh, who's texting me? What <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got, man? What's going on over there? Or oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, so okay, so what is going? Listen, y'all. I'm high. Oh my god, baby, it's a drink. <laughs> Just, I don't know what y'all talk about. I don't know who texted me. <laughs> no, no, no. We really appreciate that you also you all have your platform, your podcast, but also in so many different spaces as well. We think that is like really dope and really um, that helps. That definitely helps. So mm-hmm. what? Did you have anything, Devin, before we close no, that? Down? That was it for me. Okay, so where can people follow? That's all that's all I have is opinions and also you all's personal platforms on social media. You can follow that's all I have is opinions at Instagram and Twitter at Davon, D-A-V-O-N, and A-N-D, Trayvon, T-R-E-Y-V-O-N, all together, Davon and Trayvon on Instagram and Twitter for that's all I have is opinion. And you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Trey, T-R-E-Y dot Vaughn. Um, that's my Instagram. And I'm not really much on Twitter or Facebook, but I have those accounts, but you can follow it from my Instagram. <laughs> that's to get all the action. Get all the and action. And to follow me. And to follow me, you can check me out on at Devon Hamilton on Instagram and Twitter. That's D-A-B-O-N. H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N. 
That is Devon Hamilton on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Yes, thank you all. And of course, you all can follow me on my platform on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Lord Every. That is underscore L-O-R-D-E-V-E-R-Y on Instagram and Twitter. You guys know that you can find me on Instagram at Derwin King. That's D-E-R-W-I-N-K-I-N-G. And on Twitter at Free Negro. That's F-R-E-E-N-E-G-R-E-A-U-X. And you all can follow the podcast platform on Instagram and Twitter at That Black Boy Joy. And you also can hit us up on YouTube at That Black Boy Joy as well to watch our visuals. And if you would like to be a guest on the show, you can hit us up at That Black Boy Joy at Gmail, That Black Boy Joy Podcast at gmail.com if you would like to write in and be a guest. And like we always tell everybody, please, did I forget something? No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> So well, you were doing. I was like literally over here celebrating in my head because I was like, my girl got it today, honey. That'd be like like me on our podcast when I get it right. I'll be like, yes. But you all can follow us on those platforms as well. But like we always tell everybody, please be so love, be so in love with who you are. Bye. Bye.